blame. What exactly is it and why do we do it? Why do we blame ourselves? Why do we blame others? Let's dive in. Let's explore, shall we? You are listening to Embodied Transformation. Come back home to your soul. I'm your host, Johanna Bradford. If you like this episode, like, subscribe, download, share, take me with you. Whatever you do, keep listening because I'm glad you're here. And if you're interested in knowing how to work with me, click the link in the show notes or the bio and I'll see you soon. Let's get started. What purpose does blame serve? Why do some people default to blame others, whereas others will default to blame themselves? Blame, to me, is useless, similar to guilt, just a useless emotion. Why? Because blame is scarcity, it's victim mentality, and it's manipulative. Blame is shirking responsibility for one's level of participation, contribution, or shared experience in any given situation. For example, one can blame a coach for their lack of results to deflect that they didn't participate fully, ask questions or engage in the community, or fully invest in their own self-development. It's easier to shirk the responsibility on someone else than it is to assert and accept our own responsibility for self. And blame can be applied to others when we don't understand or accept a set of circumstances. The death of a loved one, a bad haircut, or cost of Wi-Fi, for example. When it comes to death, we're going to blame the creator. We're going to blame the doctor. We're going to blame the accident when simply it was that person's time to go. And we have no control over that. Bad haircut. Guess what? Maybe just maybe we didn't see either the red signs that that wasn't the right hairdresser for us, or maybe we didn't communicate effectively. We didn't ask the right questions. There's a level of responsibility. As far as the cost of Wi-Fi, we're going to blame society. We're going to blame inflation. We're going to blame whatever. Guess what? Prices rise. It happens. It is what it is. It's your responsibility to shop around or ask. What discounts do you have available? If it's an issue for you, that is. These are arbitrary, but you get the idea. Some things are just what they are. They don't make sense. Most things are out of our control. However, whether we consciously aware or not, our responses, our feelings, and our mind within, that's our control. Our emotions, our mind, our responses, those, those are our control. Whether we are consciously aware or not. And yes, I did repeat that because it bears repeating. It's something that is said, but I don't truly believe that most people truly understand the magnitude of what that means. Self-responsibility, self-accountability. I see so many people in society right now, especially in the self-development and the spirituality communities of, well, my trauma is to blame. My background is to blame. My race is to blame. My upbringing is to blame. 
No, it's not. Those are simply facts or those are simply things that are. Because I'll tell you what, everyone has a sob story. Everyone has trauma, abuse, some kind of disadvantage. Now, whether you want to believe or accept and acknowledge that or not is entirely your choice. I'm not going to argue with you on that. But I will say, despite what's happened to you, and you can't control what's happened to you, you sure as hell can control and are responsible for healing your shit. And it's time to stop blaming. Blaming others, blaming anything outside of us, and blaming ourselves. Just accept it for what is, and start cultivating the life that you desire, because that is in your control. And it starts with your mind. Now, why do we blame? We did explore that, and it has been determined that in its finest form, it boils down to shirking responsibility. So a lot of people I know and have known, and at one time I was in that boat too, shirked responsibility onto parents, schooling, upbringing, culture, what have you, whatever the excuse was, it was easy to blame those circumstances, those things, those peoples, those places, rather than it was to accept my own responsibility and participation. Because if I played the victim role, I didn't have to admit that I was responsible. And if I blamed someone else, I could deflect on my lack. I could pretend, and maybe people wouldn't notice that I either dropped the ball or I simply didn't know, I didn't have the tools, what have you, whatever it was. And guess what? I was not fooling anyone. Just like those friends and those people that I've known, they weren't fooling anyone either. Because the more aware you are and the more you accept things as they are, and know what is a fact and what is an embellishment and what is a feeling, because let's face it, feelings aren't facts. They're not. The more we accept things, we're able to see them with clarity and we can take action accordingly. And that is actually a really remarkable thing. Because that shows how we're able to manipulate our own energy, we're able to manipulate our situation. And what I mean by manipulate is to alter or change. So when was the last time you blamed something or someone? People blame so much every single day when they make all these ridiculous generalizations. For what purpose? How does that serve you? Because you want to join in on the conversation? Because you don't know? It's okay to say, you know what? I don't know enough about this to participate in this conversation. I'm not comfortable giving my opinion without having all the facts. You know what? I really don't know enough to say anything. Thank you, though. Rather than blaming. Blame is... It's a coping mechanism that we learned somewhere along the line in our childhood in our upbringing, during a trauma, whatever. And it served us well. It did. 
But now it's time to let go. It's time to open up our hearts and our minds to the things that truly expand and evolve us rather than hold us back and condense us. And that's what blame does. Because when we own all the sticky bits, we own all the parts of ourselves that aren't necessarily pleasant or fun. Guess what? All we're doing is shining light on them and giving them the opportunity to bloom where they're planted because the seed is there to heal. We just have to have the courage to water it and shine light so that it can grow and bloom. And I love that term, that phrase, bloom where you are planted. You might not be able to change your physical circumstances. Maybe you are in a holding pattern. Maybe you are doing something and you're there temporarily, but it's an extension of temporary. That's fine. But don't lament and make it awful and unbearable. Make it magical and find the best in it every day because it really boils down to your attitude, your mentality on what your experience is. Do you want to remember something as dark and gloomy and awful all the time? What a drag, what a drip, no thanks. Or would you rather be like, you know what? This wasn't ideal, but I'm going to make the best of it. And I'm going to change my attitude. I'm going to change my thoughts. I'm going to change my emotions about this because I don't have a choice in this circumstance, but I have a choice in the way I feel and the way I behave and the way that I engage. And that makes one hell of a difference. Let me give you an example from my personal life. I moved to Nashville in the South. I had some ideas about what it might be like. I had hopes. I had dreams. And when I got here, it was definitely a culture shock. It wasn't ideal, but I made the best of it. I didn't know soul, but I got to experience culture and music and food and history. And I saw waterfalls and I saw historic sites and I saw legendary entertainers' homes. And I got to see the South in all its glory. I saw a tobacco farm. I'm going to tell you, I've never seen that before. Have you? Especially ran by third generation small family. Amazing. This is one of the most beautiful states I've ever been in. It's so green. It's so lush. It has amazing rock formations. There's waterfalls everywhere. You can have all four seasons of weather in one week. There's always something unusual happening. There are more dialects than I can count. Well, okay, that's an exaggeration. I think I've experienced at least five, though, within the same state. And time, urgency, it's all relaxed here. And there are some dry counties and wet counties. Having a gun is like an organ. It's vital for life. And drinking is like breathing Those are some of the wonderful things that I've learned about living here in the one year that I've been here. Now, those are all the positive, interesting things. Oh, and by the way, there's a lot of random (laughs) cemeteries everywhere, like literally sometimes in the middle of just like an alley in a densely populated area, or you're hiking out in the middle of nowhere and there's another cemetery, just randomness. 
but it's all history and it's all magical and it's all preserved. And the Southerners take that seriously. And I think that's remarkable. There's some things that I didn't agree with, but that doesn't matter. I focused on the positive and it was a year of expansion and deep healing and rapid growth for me. And I have fond memories of this place and I always will. That's an example. Every day I chose to focus on something fun or new. Every weekend I chose a place that was new to me, whether it was touristy or not. That was the point. I was here. Let's go do something every new every weekend or at least once a month. I went to new restaurants, tried new food, tried new beverages. I met new people. I joined clubs. I learned to dance. I tried to learn to play tennis a little late in the season, maybe next time. But my point is I kept active and I kept trying and I kept trying. And I learned a lot more about myself, but I didn't blame my circumstance. I didn't blame the situation. I accepted it for what it was. And I didn't blame myself. Do you see? I saw the circumstance. Look, I chose to move here. I don't know why, but it's going to be an interesting year. And it all happened in divine timing. And I surrendered and said, you know what? I'm going to bloom where I planted. And by golly, I did. So that's how we don't shirk responsibility. I didn't blame anyone else. I didn't blame the weather. I didn't blame the area or the culture or the age differences. Those are all just things that came up that showed me what I needed to learn or, hey, guess what? This isn't your place. It's not ideal, but you have a lease. And guess what? Now you make the most of it and you can go anywhere you want after this. So where are you putting blame when really it's your responsibility to assert? And if you're blaming yourself, what are you getting out of that? Nothing. It's torturing yourself the way we do with guilt. Useless. There's no point. So stop blaming. Start accepting the situation for what is. Learn, embrace, grow. And you just might be pleasantly surprised and have one of the best experiences or times of your life. All you have to do is release the blame and surrender. If you love today's episode or other episodes, like, share, download, take me with you, and keep listening, my darlings. If you want to know more, check out the link to work with me or check out one of my offerings, and I will see you next time. I'm your host, Johanna Bradford, and you're listening to Embody Transformation. Come back home to your soul.